0: Welcome to the Billings PD Unfiltered Podcast, episode 12. Today we're talking motor vehicle thefts. Uh, I'm Lieutenant Brandon Woolley, and today I have with me Officer Brad Mencer. Brad, welcome. Brad, thank you to be back. Brad, today we're gonna talk about motor vehicle thefts. Uh, We're gonna talk about uh, how big of a problem it is in the community. And then we're gonna talk about some ways to um, mitigate risks of becoming a victim of motor vehicle theft. And then we're gonna talk about some things to to do uh, to help Aid in the investigation, recovery of your vehicle, make things a little bit easier uh, if you do become a victim. So, one of the first things I'm going to start off with is we're going to talk about uh, the trend and what is happening here in Billings. Uh, Give an example: back in 2010, uh, we had 383 motor vehicle thefts, and it's been on a steady rise until about 2016, uh, when we peaked at 820 vehicle thefts in a year. Um, that's, uh, that's like three a day, uh, we developed and implemented our street crimes unit who heavily targeted over the last few years, those motor vehicle thefts, which have driven some of the numbers down in 2019. We had a a low back down to 572, uh, but then, uh, 2020 during the pandemic, uh, we're back up there to a new record high of 858 motor vehicle thefts, uh, in a year. Um, that's pretty substantial. Uh, there's a lot of inconvenience to the victims. Uh, and, uh, there's a lot of, um, uh, it's a, there's a huge cost, not as an inconvenience, but there's a cost that comes to it. Uh, a lot of times these vehicles are, are not recovered in the same condition that they were taken in, unfortunately. Um, so real quick, we're heading into wintertime and wintertime is when we see our spike of motor vehicle thefts. Uh, give us some, Uh, some tips and stuff like that. And before we talk about the tips, we just kind of want to point out and note that, you know, obviously, nobody should be stealing anybody's car. uh, But it does happen. And we just want to talk about some of the things that we have control over uh, to try to mitigate those. So talk to me about some tips. We're going into wintertime. How do we reduce some of these numbers by um, preventing ourselves or making it harder to become victims of of this crime?
1: So the biggest Piece is when people leave their vehicle idling to warm up in the morning or after work to go home. Uh, we see a large number of vehicles taken because what's better than having a car running with the keys in it? That, that's the number one thing we see. Um, along with that is when people leave their vehicles with the keys in it. I uh, think of the valet key or you have the remoteless start, so you just leave the key in the glove box um, and it never leaves that place. So those are very easy to steal cars. And in my experience, I've never found a hot wired car. I've never taken a report for a stolen car that was hotwired. wired um, And so every, every vehicle stolen, all 858 cars stolen in 2020, the keys were with the vehicle when it was stolen. So that's the biggest piece is don't leave your keys with the vehicle. Um, and if you leave it running, idling, um, if you don't have the auto start where the key doesn't have to be near the vehicle, uh, make sure you have two sets of keys where you can lock the doors and get back to your car and unlock it while it's idling because, well, yes, someone can still break your window and we see that. Um, that's less likely to happen. Um, another consideration is not to leave valuables out in the open. Um, if people see computers, guns, um, expensive items, jewelry in a vehicle, they're they're going to try to get into the vehicle. Um, so we do have a high number of theft from vehicles. We also have once people get into that vehicle, if they find a set of keys, they're going to take the car. Um, they're already at a point where the theft isn't beyond them, so they're going to they're going to take the car and. That's those steps we can take as individuals, as citizens to prevent it. Don't leave the keys with the car. And you don't need to idle your car for the engine. We do it to keep ourselves warm. Um, I would recommend just make sure you have a good coat and a pair of gloves and a hat on your drive. Um, It's better to be a little cold than to be out the car because not all insurance companies, not all insurance policies cover stolen vehicles. and, And we don't find cars right away. Some cars we've never found.
0: You know, and and so you bring up kind of a good point about, um, you know, not leaving things in your cars, especially guns, valuables, jewelries, but guns create an increased risk for officers when they do recover or they see your vehicle. Also, you know, I don't think anybody wants to be, uh, have their firearm be used in some type of violent crime, Um, but when you break down some of these, these thefts, what we often see is uh, it's a crime of opportunity. Like you said, somebody's going down the middle of a, a dark road at night and they're just pulling on door handles uh, stealing things out of it, money, wallets, uh, whatever. And then they find the keys in the vehicle and they take it. It's, it's a crime of opportunities we, we call. And then every once in a while we do get rings of, of people who target and specifically steal vehicles for certain things, trade them for drugs, uh, guns, whatever. Um, but when we're looking at being able to reduce the numbers largely, we look at those crimes of opportunity, um, Specifically, you know, we see it surge in the wintertime because of the idling vehicles. Uh, in the summertime, we see it a lot with the, the juveniles not being in school. They're out late, running around, going from, you know, neighborhood to neighborhood, looking into vehicles, often uh, accompanies a stolen vehicle. So... Um, so those are some tips to prevent yourself uh, from, from having a stolen, being a victim of a stolen vehicle. Uh, parking your car inside, if you can, uh, in a well-lit area. And that goes the same for, like, we've seen a lot of catalytic converter thefts lately as a trend. Um, those kind of same principles of keeping your car parked under a light somewhere or good lighting outside of your residence can help deter that type of crime. Let's say, uh, now let's let's transition to,
1: you're a victim of auto theft. What should you do? The very first thing you should do is call dispatch. It doesn't have to be 911. You can use our non-emergency number as well, um, 657-8200. Give us a call, let us know your vehicle's taken, because the sooner we know there's a car on the road that is stolen, the sooner we can start looking for it and potentially stop it and get your car back. Um, the other thing is if you find your motor vehicle make sure you give us a call on us know you found your motor vehicle after it's been reported because uh, we treat a stolen vehicle as a serious felony offense and so uh, along with those serious offenses uh, typically people stealing cars have other crimes um, being committed by them at the same time so we might have a felon in possession of guns there might be drugs in the car and so there's there's an elevated risk for the officer stopping that car because that person might be trying to get away with more than just the stolen car and so uh, is very likely if you're stopped in a stolen car, you will be pulled out by commands at gunpoint. And so if you're the owner of the car to avoid that, which has happened, um, give us a call, let us know it's been recovered. Um, we'll come do the, the recovery investigation, which includes uh, fingerprinting the car, photographs, documenting any new damage. Is there anything stolen in it from other vehicles that could help us pinpoint a suspect? Um, and then documenting the stuff that's missing out of your car as well. And so we we will do all that for you um, and then obviously let you have your car back. And so please let us know. So
0: the other part too, is when when you get your vehicle back, um, we usually have people do like inventories, we'll obviously process it, we'll look for evidence, Uh, but oftentimes the cars are used in other crime sprees. Um, And so while we may not have the time to identify everything uh, at the very get go, if you recover your car uh, have an opportunity to go through it. If you find things in your vehicle uh, that don't belong to you, that are items of value, you need to call the police department back so we can come collect those and see if we can find the rightful owners of, of, of that property. Um, You'll get a police report, uh, and then you'll have to obviously get a hold of your insurance companies to see if they can, uh, if there's anything in your policy that can help make you whole again. Um, and uh, like like you said, Brad, there's times where we don't ever find the vehicles. There's times that we do. Uh, there's usually damage to them because they're not treated nicely. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, there's a lot of things that go through that just make it more than just your your car getting stolen. Mm-hmm. What other, what other tips or piece of advice would you give to somebody if they're involved and have to deal with this?
1: I do know a lot of people have found their own stolen vehicles. Um, we look for them as much as we possibly can, um, but our, our days aren't spent just doing proactive work. I would say 60 to 80% of an officer's day is spent reacting to calls. And so um, if you report your vehicle stolen, Every officer on every shift will know it's stolen and will take every opportunity they can to look for it, like we look for all vehicles. Um, But some of the reasons we never find vehicles or owners find their own in an alley somewhere uh, is is if you dedicate a whole eight hours to look for your vehicle, you have a better chance of finding it than an officer might. Uh, That's no dig at the police department and that's no dig at the owner. Um, It's just be prepared that that we may not be able to recover it right away. And, And some people, joyriding or they're taking it they're say they're stealing stuff out west and they live on in the heights they may drive that car close to where they live to carry all of the items they stole out of all the other cars so they can do whatever they're going to do with that stuff and so um, we may not find that vehicle for quite a while and it may be in worse shape than we found it the the saying drive it like you stole it doesn't come from nowhere um and we see that to be true and a lot of times the recoveries just come from being um uh
0: good neighbors who recognize a car that's been parked out from their house for two days that shouldn't be there. Um, so uh, that goes along with the abandoned vehicle program. But if you're if you're somebody who sees a vehicle in your neighborhood and it just looks out of place and it's been there for a couple of days, um, there's you can always call that in and officers will come by and, and they'll run the VIN number, or the license plate number to see if it is a stolen vehicle for for you so you can uh, get your vehicle recovered. Um, this is one of the episodes where we're trying to keep things short and sweet to the, the point and uh, provide the, some tips for the public. Uh, so we will uh, close out. Thanks for listening. Until next you. time. Thanks.